forward. I have to admit I smiled visibly when I first read Guerrilla PR, not because I found anything in the text unseemly or laughable. On the contrary, this book is about as true and cogent an examination of the role media play in our society as any I have ever read. No, I laughed, because on nearly every page I saw something of myself. Turns out, in an effort to serve my clients, I've been practicing guerrilla PR for years. I just didn't know it. Michael Levine would be the first to state he did not invent guerrilla PR. Rather, he assembled its constituent parts, codified it, and gave this rather timeless concept a distinct shape and color. Clearly, entrepreneurs, businessmen and women, civic leaders, and countless others from all walks of life have for years comprehended the importance of media coverage. Not all had the wherewithal to afford the luxury of press agentry to get it. Many, like myself, found it more expedient and more effective to try for it themselves. In my life and career, I have naturally gravitated towards statements and actions that have resulted in an increased public profile. It wasn't my doing when the judge ordered the entire courtroom to rise and sing happy birthday to me on my 84th birthday not long ago, but having gone through it, I wasn't inclined to keep it to myself. Likewise, it has always been incumbent upon myself to appeal to the court of public opinion when I take on certain controversial cases, like that of victims of Ferdinand Marcos's torturers in the Philippines, or the sheep farmer whose flock of rare multi-nippled sheep was poisoned by tainted animal feed. And if you don't like the fact that I sent a photo of a multi-nippled sheep to Playboy magazine, well, I offer my sincerest apology. One of the blessings of our legal system is that it is indeed a very public institution, and being so entitles me to engage the public mind in representing my clients. What Michael Levine has written here goes far beyond other do-it-yourself publicity manuals. As he writes early on, his goal is to help the reader think like a publicist, rather than simply plod along in a connect-the-dots fashion. I don't care how much training one receives in one's given field. Real-life situations almost always result in throwing a measure of the classroom theory out the window. That's certainly true in the law. Real life is the best teacher. Even in this book, though it is replete with real-life examples, Michael makes it clear that the best way to learn guerrilla PR is to do guerrilla PR. It is this aspect of action, of protagonism, that I find so refreshing. This is not a volume for daydreamers. It's meant for people who are prepared to rise off their duffs, roll up their sleeves, and dig into some hard yet potentially rewarding work. And it is work, though it need not be drudgery. I know from my own encounters with media people that they are indeed a tough bunch. Unsentimental, cynical, leery, often curt and condescending. You truly swim in a piranha tank if you skinny dip with America's press corps. But don't let that ominous admonition stop you. The media are not impenetrable, nor are they altogether disinterested in the occasional unsolicited story. As Michael makes clear, they're interested in but one thing, reporting news. The trick is feeling comfortable creating news, making news, being news. If it weren't for my own zest for this pursuit, I would not have enjoyed the same glorious career. I value Levine's effort to demystify and demythologize the medium. I'm afraid most people have come to view them as something of a monolithic monster, unblinking and pitiless as the sun. There's a large degree of truth to that. However, guerrilla PR dictates that one confront the media, and all other people for that matter, on an individual basis. The human factor plays the greatest role in Michael Levine's methodology. I believe that's why it works so well. All his life Michael Levine maintained but two vocational passions, entertainment and politics. At age 12, while his peers were reading Mad Magazine, 
He was reading Variety. He left college after a brief stint to enter the workplace, and he quickly excelled in public relations. In the early 80s, he launched his own PR company, and within a short span of time built it into one of the most dominant in Hollywood. His warmth and creativity energized those around him, but what is most striking about Michael is his apparent inner restlessness. Though outwardly calm and collected to a fault, he is a churning cauldron of ideas. His favorite word is synergism, a term that implies both synthesis and energy. I can think of no more fitting description of Michael Levine. Significantly, his PR prescription is founded on an inviolable sense of ethics. Somehow the notion that the worst thing a person can do is get caught has emerged as a credo for our time. Not so, says Michael, who, though quick to teach the subtle art of persuasion, draws the line well before the ethical boundaries.